Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. I was asking you at the start of the programme today, are you superstitious? Are there things that you just will not, do not do, purely down to superstitions that you've heard, traditions, um, tales over the years? I always wave at magpies, says this texter, and bless myself when I hear the word banshee. Black cats on the prowl. No one wants to visit the her- the, the house with number 13 on the front door, says this texter. Lisa's got in touch, I won't walk over four drains in a row. I've never heard that one before. Look, it's all very superstitious um, and a lot of you are going to be celebrating Halloween this weekend but I'm wondering, do we have any science behind these fears? Things like breaking mirrors, walking under ladders or the number, of course, unlucky 13. Scientist Phil Smith from Simply Science is with us here on Lunchtime Live today. Phil, what are superstitions, first of all? Uh, Yeah, there is there's no single kind of definition for what superstitions are. It generally means a belief in the supernatural forces, such as fate, uh, the things that are like to desire to influence things that can happen in the future that are, un- are uncertain. So our individual beliefs and experiences kind of drive superstition, which is explain why they kind of generally are irrational and, and often define scientific wisdom. So psychologists have invested kind of what role superstitions play and they've found out that they come from the kind of the assumption that something exists when things are happening at the same time but they're not related. So you might have the absolute notion that charms provide good luck or protect you from bad luck. So from a scientific point of view, I'm I'm shaking my head disappointedly. Um, but they, they, they happen for reasons. Like, I mean, people engage in superstitious behaviour because it gives us a sense of control and in some ways that can reduce anxiety, which is why kind of superstition tends to incre- increase at times of stress and angst, like economic times over times of uncertainty. So they're, they're there, but there's reasons for them, no matter how potentially silly they may be. So is it a little bit of a defence mechanism? Yeah, that's, yeah, but that's the best way to describe it, in my, my opinion. Like Psychologists have, have looked at this, and there's a something called a dual process model, which basically suggests that we've two cognitive systems that are in the process of thinking and reasoning. Now, the first system is fast and intuitive, and it works quickly, almost automatically. It kind of responds to judgment as they arise. So it kind of works as how some of us approach roundabouts with speed and confidence and not necessarily the skill to deal with that. Um, But the second system uh, is more slow and methodical. So it deliberately uses kind of reasoning to figure out things and make suggestions the other way. So it's it's how we work. So sometimes we might think we have an answer to something and think that there's a connection. But if we thought about it a little bit more, we might be able to to reason out these things a little bit better. So I'm 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 wondering now here today, right? Because I mentioned at the start of the show that we were going to be talking to you, and I've asked people to get in touch sure. with their various different um, superstitions. And there's loads of messages coming in from people, and there's people giving out to me that I seemed, you know, that I said I didn't really believe in it. And and, and now I'm wondering, like, like what's what does it say about me that I'm not terribly superstitious? I don't think I am anyway. Like I don't walk under ladders, but but that's more because I think it, it's a practical thing that the ladder might fall on me rather. Rather than yeah. I think anything bad is going to happen. 
Well, yeah, that's that's fairly fine. I say, like, there is obviously a, a aversion to risk. You might think more scientifically or more rationally, or you don't approach problems that quickly. And it, there are tests to sometimes they had that they developed tests to kind of figure out which of the systems that you, you use. And it would be one about like if a bat and a ball cost one ten in total, and the bat costs a euro more than the ball, how much does the ball cost? And if you think system one wise quick and thing, you might go, well, uh, it must cost a, a euro more because it's a euro and a difference and it's one ten. But that doesn't work in terms of the math. And the actual answer is it has to cost one euro five cents because that's the five cents more and or five cents and more. And I might be thinking, why am I talking about maths when you're talking about superstitions mm. and other things? It's just the way you approach problems quickly. And like superstitions have been shown to promote positive mental attitude. So although they can lead to irrational decisions, such as trusting in the merits of good looks or destiny rather than decision making, Sometimes carrying charms, wearing certain clothes, visiting places associated with good fortune, preparing like even colours, they have a, you know, relax us a little bit um, and they make us kind of feel a little bit safe. And obviously that works the opposite way, particularly with Halloween coming up. Yeah. Curses or other things, like even you remember with the, if your people went into the, the tombs of the pharaohs, they'd be cursed forever or whatever, or sports people or whatever, if they're not wearing their lucky socks or that underwear that they haven't washed, and they, if they wash it, they'll lose their winning streak or whatever else it is. It, it kind of shows that there is a, a, a that you're trying to relax yourself potentially or control the situation that might be a little bit out of your control to reduce the tension, the unpredictability that happens with all of it. So it provides reassurance, reassurance but then also that yeah. can re, re it can work the opposite way as well. Because if you don't have your lucky socks. What are you going to do? I so know. And then you'll blame yourself for not wearing these lucky socks. 100%. Yeah. And what about, but it's and one in four of us. One in four of us believe in superstition. And then in the sports world, it's even worse. They're saying that four out of five professional athletes have something that they do in a superstitious way. Well, please tell me there's bound to be some professional athletes tuned into us here on News Talk this afternoon. Tell me, what are you superstitious about? 53106 is the number. Stay with us, Phil, because we sent our reporter Dean Cahill out and about in Dublin there uh, this afternoon to ask people about their superstitions. I mean, I try to avoid ladders, to be honest. <laughs> and I try not to, uh, you know, break mirrors. But... Um you know, if it happens, it happens, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, no problem walking under a ladder. I walk under a ladder every day. <laughs> I wouldn't say it's a superstition, but like the idea of karma, like whatever energy you put out, you get back. So be good, good will come back, that kind of stuff. You know, with the cat, black cat, you know, go out the door that you came in, things like that. I mean, come out the door, go back in and out. No, no, I, I always go around the ladder, just in case, you never know. Anna's on the line as well. Anna, are you superstitious? Um, I think I inherited my superstition rather than I'm actually superstitious. I I, I, I have the voice of, a, of an aunt in my head when she died 30 years ago, but she, she worked and she lived with us all her life. And uh, she was just, not, she wouldn't go up the, uh, an escalator because uh, she said it was just, uh, the, the, the devil was on top. I remember we used to come to Dublin as kids and she would go the stairs and we were up and down the escalator in Kiri's. We loved it. She would never yeah. go the stairs. Um Oh, black cats, never walking under a ladder, uh, never sit on a public toilet seat. And that, I suppose, maybe it has more to do with hygiene, but also... Uh, <laughs> and I can, I, this, Her voice is in my head. You know, hand, handing somebody a scissors, you know, always hand it to them with that, a handle it, it, facing them. If a knife falls on the floor, it, there's a man at the door. Um, I, 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 it, it's like 
all the other things that come from the country, the serious force, people who interfere with serious force are absolutely, you know, looking for trouble. Um, right. I mean, I know my cousin has a very important exam, and he wouldn't. He just totally has total respect for it. Um, enough, another friend of mine who's, who's done wanted to build on the land where there was a ferry port, and I just said, absolutely no way, don't go anywhere near that. Um, but I think the, the yin and the yang of that, it's not that I would be fearful, but the um, look, I'm, I have luck in lots of other ways. So I think mm. it's kind of a balance. So this um, has stayed with you, what your aunt told you 30 odd years ago. And, and, oh and, yeah, when I yeah. was walking under a ladder, I, her voice is there in the back of my head. Magpies, her voice is there in the back of my head. And it's not, I don't, it's not that I fear it, but I'm, I kind of laugh. Yeah. Oh God, I'm right, you're still there, <laughs> you know. The, the text in here from a listener who says, I'd never buy a green car. I, I've never heard that before. Why a green car is supposed to be? No, I have to. Yeah. I have to my bad. Another, um, another listener here says, I absolutely wouldn't travel on Friday the 13th and I wouldn't get married uh, on the 13th either. This texter says, superstitions are purely a female thing. Is that true, Phil? I wouldn't think so. I had a, a big thing about Friday the 13th and yeah. the 13th and I ended up actually, this is going back a good few years, I ended up in court on Friday the 13th because it was an unpale of a park and fine and I spoke to the judge and I explained my case. And he looked at me, it was Justice Wintle, who was kind of notorious because he was the previous few people who were in the queue before me. He gave them the absolute, uh, he threw everything at them. Okay. And so you, you, they, managed to, you, mani- you managed to plead your case over about your, your superstitions and uh, you got off anyway, did you? He did no fine, and I thought, well, there okay. yeah, Friday so the this Friday the thirteenth was a good, a good, day, a good day for you. Uh, and just on that point, um, Phil, about superstitions being a female thing from one of our texters, is that is there any truth to that? I haven't seen any evidence in the research to say that uh, it, it's a female or a male thing. Uh, it, it, it exists in lots of walks of life all over the place, like the, the black cats are breaking mirrors or anything else like that, or even like you say, talk about the number thirteen and. There's lots of hotels in that way that have a 14, a 14A, a 12B or or an M instead of the 13th floor, for, which is the 13th letter of the alphabet. But there's, there doesn't seem to be much evidence to suggest that it's either a male or a female thing. It is more potentially sometimes, like you were, the listener was saying, about a habit thing or a learned behavior in some ways. And sometimes that learned behavior comes from, well, it's safer to do this thing or with the scissors or with the whatever else. But the knife on the floor and a man at the door is definitely something that's a just passed down from generation as a that's a thing we say and it rhymes and we like things that work in patterns as humans so potentially if we have a compulsion or if we have a habit that will generally dictate whether we have this kind of superstition okay. or, or behaviour but it's not conditioned to male or female. Yeah, Anne has gotten touchings to Lorgan. she says I'm not superstitious I purposely walk under a ladder to show people that nothing bad will happen to me. And nothing bad does ever happen, Suzanne. Jay has got in contact to say, a person I know got a beautiful house as the buyer pulled out of the sale due to the house number 13. Number 13 was luck for that person. They got an absolutely fabulous house out of steel. Patricia's on the line. Are you superstitious, Patricia? Um, I wouldn't particularly sound superstitious, but I would, I suppose, tip my hat to a magpie or whatever. You and would, I, would, yeah. I would walk ladder but that would be for safety reasons yeah there seems to be a lot of confusion about the poor old black cat whether he's bad luck or good luck from from the text coming in well we were always told growing up that the, if a black cat crossed your path that was good luck 
So if I see a black cat, I might snip <laughs> in front of him. Yeah. The um, What about the number 13? Is that an issue it, for it you? Might, the, number, the number 13 wouldn't be per se. However, many years ago, I was in South Africa due a baby. Well, I was about a month away from having a baby. And I was sitting with the doctor and he said, OK, we have a problem here. Your blood pressure is very high. And I think we'll need to bring you into hospital and we'll probably deliver this baby tomorrow. And I just looked at him and I, and I suddenly thought in my head, 13th, Friday the 13th. So I said to him, no way, no child of mine is going to be born on Friday the 13th. And he was absolutely stumped. He couldn't believe it. And I said, no, absolutely no way. Because our surname, um, my married surname is Kruger. And oh, all right. Think, I couldn't possibly <laughs> have him. So you have did- a baby. So I wouldn't have, So your man said, OK, we better go tonight. So we, I went into the hospital and had the baby that night on the 12th. On the 12th. Wow. And he thought you were gassed just because you didn't. He, didn't he thought not. I was gassed. He, he, <laughs> he, he, he was obviously thinking medically. And I was thinking, no way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's, um, and, and even just when you mentioned your, your, your surname um, as well, do you guess, is that, is that a talking point for you around Halloween? Oh, it certainly is. Yeah. I, I've actually a daughter who's a doctor and doctor. Uh, she will never tell anybody her name. She goes around the different house. She's still a junior doctor, but as her first intern year, she was asked a few times around Halloween. She was on duty and asked what her name was and she'd just say Claire. And they'd say, but what? And she'd say, Dr. Claire. She wouldn't tell anybody. She wouldn't her name. tell them her name. <laughs> yeah, brilliant. This listener says, "I'm a restaurateur, and we've we have we've never had a table number thirteen in the industry ever, according to this restaurant owner." Um, Phil, lots more superstitious, um, you know, traditions coming in from people. Somebody's mentioned: Is there any upside to me rubbing a rabbit's foot before an exam? <laughs> but potentially, is that because... a serious text? Well, I, I would imagine it is because that rabbit's foot is a quite a common one. But the thing about it is, is that you're you're reducing your stress, and stress in the in the world it causes a lot of mental grief, but also physical grief. If you can calm yourself down before uh, an exam, it means that you're more likely to get the information out. So it is a kind of if this works for you, I, I, I'm not going to say don't do this. It's all poppycock. Mm. There is a psychosomatic response to this, which means that you kind of almost trick your brain into it, but. Faking a smile sometimes also has the same kind yeah. of effect. So if it works and it calms you down, it's good. But there, the thing about the numbers is really interesting because we have the the thirteenth. But like Air um, Air France and Lufthansa often don't have a seventeenth row because some in some countries such as Italy and Brazil, seventeen is unlucky. It, in China. Four is unlucky because it sounds like the, how they pronounce the word to die in it. So if we keep going with all of these superstitions, we'll have no numbers left. I know. Eamon is, te- Eamon is texting as well. He says, I thought black cats were traditionally considered lucky in Ireland. Tuesday the 8th is considered unlucky in Spain, but the number 8 is considered lucky in China, according to Eamon, who's got in touch with us here on 53106. Listen, before I let you go, um, Phil, Science Week, of course, there'll be lots more about, like, well, for instance, we're chatting about the science of superstition today but there'll be other um, the science of I'm sure will be, will be discussed oh, be in plenty huge. of detail yeah Huge amounts all over the country. There's lots happening. I myself are running a festival in, in Dublin called Come Here Till I Tell You. 
because we tried to make it a little bit more friendly and open. We'll have Simon Watt from the UK coming to talk about the Ugly Animal Preservation Society. Like, why do we only have to look after the good-looking animals? We'll have quizzes. We'll have lots of stuff. So you go on to scienceweek.ie or look for Camille till I tell you on social media. You'll find out. And lots of the stuff, like we're even doing like the chemistry of cosmetics, like what goes on to your face. And then we have a workshop on it. It's not just about what people would imagine. Yeah. You know, oh, there's going to be a lecture on something. It's actually, there's a bit of crack. There's adult stuff. There's, well, sorry, say adult grown-up stuff. I keep getting confused with it. Brilliant. Listen, Phil Smith, uh, scientist. Thanks a million from Simply Science. Phil, thanks a million um, for your time here on the show today. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.